Mission Jesus. Jesuit Father John Edwards, on mission, talks about young people's difficulties with the Mass. Let's approach it from the point of view of many of our young people. They have difficulties with the Mass. And these are the difficulties one can usually hear. I get bored with Mass. I don't get anything out of coming to Mass. I can't pray in church. I could pray much better somewhere else. can't do it with all these people around. My friends don't go to church. And I don't see why there should be an obligation. If I want to go to church, I will. If I don't, I won't. And nobody has the right to dictate to me how I relate to God. It's between me and God. Those are something of the difficulties that our youngsters seem to face. And what is the answer? The answer, I think, depends on how you see the Mass. Now, there are a million different ways of looking at the Mass. This is one way. Very crude, very unspiritual, very basic. But I do think that if one sees this, those difficulties that I've described really do evaporate. What happens at Mass? Well, the night before he died, our Lord said, equivalently, Listen, you, my close friends. It was obviously an important moment. He says, I'm telling you that that, and he points to bread, that is my living body. And that, that is my living blood. And heaven knows what the apostles made of that. Then he said, Do this. Now that sounds like an order to me. Do this, he said, and every time you do, you are going to be present to my living body and my living blood, as they will be for you tomorrow, when I die on the cross. That's what happened at the Last Supper, and that's what happened at Mass. And you can see what's involved. Jesus Christ, and only God could do this, has invented a way of getting something that happened in history nearly 2,000 years ago, happening now, in the church, at Mass. He's invented a new order of reality. I mean, we know about atoms and molecules and space and time and energy and history and things. He's invented something new. They call it the sacramental order, but it is real, whereby a past event is truly made present now. Now, why? 
Why would our Lord want you and me present with him at Calvary? Because it is real. It's not pretend. Well, one can think of two reasons. And one reason is this. Quite simply, companionship. Our Lord didn't have many friends with him at Calvary. But at Mass, he's got you and me. And that's great for Jesus Christ. And great for his mother. And they would never forget. It's the only Mass you and I ever go to in our lives. They would never forget. That's one reason for going. But the second reason is this. If he can have you and me really with him, at Calvary, when he returns to his father, when he returns to his father at the moment of his resurrection, if he can have us really with him then, not just physically present, rather wishing one wasn't there, only there perhaps because mum would clobber one if one didn't go, hoping it's not going to go on too long, but really with him, willed to Christ, welded to Christ, wedded to Christ, well then, I suppose, to cut a long story short, I suppose we are saved. This really is the work of our redemption. And there is nothing more important, nothing more beautiful, nothing more holy, and God knows nothing more costly, not in the whole world, probably not in the whole universe. And that is why we go to Mass. And you can see how it answers the difficulties of the kids. I get bored at Mass. But honestly, what on earth has that got to do with anything? How could the way you or I feel make any difference to what Jesus does at Calvary and at the moment of the Resurrection? It's like saying, it's a nice day today, and I've got freckles. It is completely irrelevant. And another difficulty, I don't get anything out of Mass. Surely that's the wrong question. This is a love thing. Poor kids, did nobody ever tell them? Were they too immature to understand? Love is to do with the good of the Beloved. We go to Mass for what the Beloved gets out of it. We go to Mass for what Jesus Christ gets out of having us with him. That's a good motive. Of course we do get things which we don't feel. But if we look on it as a love action, it becomes clearer. Another difficulty, I don't have any chance of saying my prayers at Mass. If I want to say my prayers, I go somewhere else. Well, who said we came to Mass to pray? I mean, we do pray. There's nothing else to do. 
but we are here, in fact, to be with Christ at Calvary and at the moment of the resurrection. That is why we come to Mass. Another difficulty. My friends don't go to Mass. And I don't see why I shouldn't. I think they'd laugh at me if they knew that I did anything holy. This is a real difficulty, nowadays, evidently, and I don't know the answer. All one can say is, let them laugh. Our Lord says, if you stand up for me before men, I'll stand up for you before my Father. And lastly, the obligation. You know, it isn't precisely that the Church is saying, you've got to go to Mass on Sunday, but if you don't, if you haven't got a decent excuse, man, you're in big trouble. It's not really that. Look at it this way. The church is just making a statement of fact. Church says this. Look, either you believe this or you don't. If you don't believe, you have lost the faith and something pretty catastrophic has happened spiritually to you. On the other hand, if you do believe that this is Calvary and a meeting with the risen Christ and you can't be bothered to go 52 times in the year and a handful of other days on the Lord's Day, if it's like that, well, man, something pretty catastrophic has happened spiritually to you. What can the Church say? Can the Church say, this is Calvary, this is a meeting with the risen Christ, but don't bother, it's not important, and if you don't feel you want to go to Mass, that's okay. If the Church said that, it would be lying to us. Notice in passing the difference between a Catholic and a Protestant not going to church on Sunday. A Protestant might say, I don't think I can be bothered to go today. I really don't feel I want to pray with the other people today and to sing and to listen to the sermon. I'll make up some other way, but I don't think I want to go to church this morning. One would say, OK, so not so much lost. But if a Catholic were to say, I don't think I want to be with Christ at Calvary this morning, when he's invited me to be, or with him at the moment of the resurrection, I don't think I can be bothered to go. Then one would say, Oh man, for God's sake, what have you done? Well, where does this leave you and me? I think it leaves you and me prostrate with amazed gratitude that we are at Mass. We may be a crowd of villains, but there is one grace, one gift from God we haven't refused. We are here at Calvary and at the moment of the resurrection when he has invited us to be. And you know, in the long run, in the very long run, I'm not sure that's not the biggest grace of all.
Let's go. 